Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Christy Stratton. And yay, yay! Christy! Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs> Christy and I, I'm going to just let you know, we're in the same room right now. Mm. We're more than six feet apart. Yes, just coughing on each other. Just, you know, we hugged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we came into the room with masks on. Everything's good. Yeah. But we are in person. We're in person. We've been uh we've been trying to get this uh scheduled for a while. We were gonna do it outside and then I, I just asked Christy, can we just you wanna just do it inside? We'll just be six feet apart and it's it's gonna be just as it's gonna be nicer inside than it's so hot in Woodland Hills. Right. Now whatever happened that time that you said something died in your backyard? Oh. Okay. So we were supposed to do it outside, by we the way. This to do was it outside. a while ago. Yes. And then Pat calls and says something died. We can't find it. It was it, I, I thought like we, Pilar and I both smelled it. She's like, do you smell that? I go, that's something died and we couldn't locate it. So I thought it was, I thought it was uh, like behind the fence, like the top of the fence where there's an opening where things can crawl behind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yes. I can't really explain it, but we no. thought it was in the fence. So, and that's not my thing. No way. Like I've had a rat in the pool and I go to the neighbor. I'm like, Jerry, will you come over and scoop this rat out of the pool? Rats and mice. Mm-hmm. I'm no good. Mm-hmm. I'm no good. Anything else I'm good with, but not that. And so I had the, uh, you know, we have bait stations around the house because there's like, there's okay. creatures around here. Yes. So um, so the people came out and, and they it was a woman too. She's a woman. I can't do it. A dead woman? You found a dead woman? I found a dead woman. Oh my but God. She couldn't find anything and then the smell was gone, but it, uh, there was no way I was having you over because you would have been like, Ugh, what is that? <gasps> so maybe another creature. Maybe another creature ate that creature. Right. But she couldn't find anything, and that was okay, too. But it was it was pretty pungent. It was like, no yeah. doubt that's what it was. Oof. Yeah. Gross. So, um, <laughs> so you've, been, uh, you've been quarantining with uh, Gary and Johnny. How's Johnny holding up? He's 10? He's 10. And here's why he's okay, is because he's got the Fortnite mm-hmm. and the Roblox and the games where you get you can play with your friends. Yeah, yeah. And yes, it, it, would I rather him be playing on his little league team? Sure. sure. But he's at least these games are shoot 'em up games. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. But you have to kind of compromise and negotiate and and teamwork is a big element in mm-hmm. having these in winning these things and and it's it, it keeps him from going crazy. He's actually doing great. Like yeah. he's really, um, so I think t- like it's a good age. Whereas I, people who have younger kids, oh my, my heart goes out to them. What do you think the age like six and under? You think or, or is Johnny right at the age where anything younger than Johnny might be a disaster? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe some some bit younger. But yeah. I I was on a Zoom meeting with someone who has a four year old, oh, and it's so interesting. He's like she's becoming sentient during covid <laughs> so i i just found that so interesting and such a challenge mm-hmm. and i'm i zoom on bless the hearts there's a couple people who have like two and three year olds and they toddle in and there's nothing you can do and it's great actually because yeah. we get to see them and and interact with them and it's fun for us but yeah 
are you are you limiting how much he can be on screens and stuff or is it like we're trying to we're, uh, it, it's it's not so much a limit as it is like hey let's go run around the beach we're we're uh airbnb for a yeah. little bit and like um oh let's you know go look for dolphins Just, or let's let's throw the football around and he is one of those kids he is um, but I have noticed his his stamina is not what it used to be, <laughs> and it's a shame. But I think he'll get it he'll get it back, and and I, I, we we do what we can to try to yeah. I think break that's what every, day. yeah. And with Rita, Rita's uh, Rita has been staying up till like four in the morning, mm. and then sleeping till two in the afternoon. And we're like, I, I don't care, right? What are you gonna do? Well, yeah. I don't care. She's with she's on Facetime with her friends. Okay. You know, we know where she is. She's right there in her room. We know what she's doing. You know, she's not, you know. Right? What, you I know, mean, it's what can like, you do? Yeah, you just got to let them do their thing. Right. Start putting restrictions on that. It's going to be bad for us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, they, you know, they she goes out to the pool and, you know, all that good stuff. So whatever. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, swimming is yeah. good. I love swimming. We love swimming yeah. in our house, too. We haven't, um, uh, you don't know this, but I probably said it on the show. We, we haven't even, I haven't been to a store at all, we we uh, use like Amazon. A grocery store. Amazon Fresh. They come right to the oh, door. Okay. Hmm. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I haven't been to a grocery store or Target or anything. Things that I would go to every day right. months ago. Nothing. We uh, we uh, like a couple times. I'll, uh, Gary will be the one that goes out and yeah. You send the forages. dad out. He's yeah. the one that can take the bullet. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, we we certainly limit mm. ourselves, and we haven't like gone to a mall or anything. Yeah, well, I'm certainly but. not putting uh, I'm not uh, I'm not putting myself self up on a pedestal because I'm doing. Well, you're putting yourself I'm, up. On a pedestal. I'm just letting I'm just letting you know I I'm just not going anywhere. I might yeah. never grocery shop again because when I add up what it is to grocery shop, you get your list, you drive over there, yeah, you get out of the car, load up your cart, check it out, go back to the car, load it in the car, come home, unload it, and then bring it in the house. Now. Hey, it's on the porch. I wipe everything off and I bring it in. Yeah. I mean, time saves time. Agreed. There (laughs) is some interesting things, I think, to come out of this. We're talking about Pilar and how she's able to now teach in front of more students. Twice as many students. And not have the the actual physical office. Yeah, saving tons of money not renting the office. So, and, And it wasn't even like, we weren't even like, should we, shouldn't we? We were just like, I don't think we need the office anymore. Nope. Because I can record a podcast anywhere and people are like, what right. about if you get, what about when you're back to face to face and you try to get like a, a rock star? And I was just like, they don't need to know that I, that we ever had an office. I'll just tell them we always recorded here. Right. They won't know. They don't. I mean, I always say Barack Obama went to um, oh, Mar- Mark, Mark Maron's house. Yeah. So I think I could get the bass player from Bang Tango to come here. Right. And what's <laughs> so cool about this room it's is like, it is. It's a music room. Right. It's got the paraphernalia on the wall. Absolutely. So, uh, so I'm not worried about that at all. And yeah. actually, the sound in this room is better than the big office. It does sound good. Yeah, it's not bad. Hmm. All right, Christy. Uh, so nice to see you. Good to see That's you. That's most important. Aww. Recording is a bonus, but just seeing you, because I haven't seen you in, what, five months? Ha- has it been that long? I think it has mm. been. Easily. Mm. Easily. So... Uh, so we're doing ZZ Top. Yes. Because you're from Texas. I'm from Texas. You're a Texpert. I am a Texpert. You're a ZZ Top fan. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is one that I actually am a fan of, mm-hmm. although there's some of these that I didn't know as far as albums Sure, stuff. sure. Some and, later ones. And watching that that documentary mm-hmm. on Netflix, which is is good, but then it just ends. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing, really. I mean, they don't... Their story is... 
they 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 were a small band and they made it big. That's right. the story. There's the drummer had some drug issues. Yes. But the my take my biggest takeaway from the whole documentary was that these guys, these three guys have been together for 50 years. Yeah. They obviously love playing together and they get along. You know what I mean? And even right. when they're drunk, they didn't replace, they didn't try to replace Frank Beard when he, uh, when he had some drug problems. No. They worked it out. And they just, um, I loved seeing them in like their homes and stuff because I'm like, these dudes have a ton of money. Yeah. And, but it looks like they've also, you know, done well with their money. You know what I mean? Right. It looks like they, hey, we earned money. It took a long time to earn money. And now that we have it, we're not losing that money. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I, I like the documentary, but yeah, it just yes, it does it kind of stops, end. and yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. My biggest takeaway was, oh my gosh, Billy Gibbons was a cutie under all that, yeah, and in an, a cutie in a nerd way that yeah. I would have loved. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a you know a young person and I saw this kind of nerdy guy playing the, I, I would be, I was yeah. like, wow, shocked mm-hmm. at what a cutie. Yeah, he was, and then the you know the beards and all that. Yep. Whatever, to each his own. I'll tell you this too: if you would have asked me in October of 2019, if you would have said, "Ask me about ZZ Top," I would have told you, "I don't like ZZ Top." Really? Yes, I was never really a fan. Hmm. I mean, I knew the hits, and I think when Eliminator came out on MTV, I think I just got so sick of it. Right. And so that just made me not even want to look into their catalog at all. But Murray told me I should watch the documentary, but I thought, you know what, before I watch the documentary, I'm going to listen to their music. So okay. I bought, I bought all their albums. Oh, wow. I bought everyone and I went through them chronologically. And from the first album, I was like, oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah, it's this some is fun bluesy. this is way yeah. more fun than I yeah. thought it was. It's not just spinning guitars in that car. Right, it's, it's, but that's how they survived the '80s, which we can get to. Obviously, how all but. the bands survived the '80s. Heart, Cheap Trick, everyone yeah. had to had to go for that production. But man. right, and they did it with a sense of humor. Which yeah. uh, anyway, again, we're, we'll right. get there. So here we go. 1971. The album is called ZZ Top's first album. Yeah. What do you? I remember I played something from this uh, on I, one of I the. Be, I believe you did. Um, yeah. But I have just got back from babies. Here's how I listen to them. I've discovered this thing called Spotify. I don't know if you know of it, um, but I just discovered it, and it's amazing. Like I can just put a song in, and then it'll kind of whatever yep. I put an artist in or I put a thing, and so I. It's so great with COVID. My husband and I at sunset we'll go out and just have our wine, or he'll have his martini, which is just you know vodka in a glass, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of put the different whatever album it was on spot on Spotify, and then oh, I, this one I cottoned to, and I I love this whole blues sound of this, and um, here it is, just got back from babies. All right. Like, I don't like blues, but I like when they do it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Because they love it so much, so it makes me like it. I like, sure, I like the Blues Brothers. They're good. 
Oh. Julia Jake and Elwood Blues. Okay. Uh, okay, the song I have from ZZ Top's first album is Somebody Else Been Shaking Your Tree. Mm-hmm. And I think we know what that means. Sure. Well, I'm tired of some albums are recorded so well too you know how sometimes you listen to an album and you're like ah they they the production value wasn't great back then right not these albums they sound great yeah and that's uh, i guess that's because of uh bill ham yeah Basically, well no is, was he there from that time yes okay uh, uh, the first i can't remember if he's there been there from the beginning or not pretty sure yeah the first 10 albums okay. all produced by bill ham that guy just kind of he didn't try to change them. You know what I mean? He right. just knew how to get their sound onto vinyl. Yeah. Right? right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but that's it. I, um, yeah. Was, the, was, uh, was ZZ Top a big thing? Because you're from Texas. Were they a big thing in the state of Texas? Well, yes. And I only saw them one time, though. But... Uh, was when I, I mean, I was just a teenager, mm-hmm. but, um, and I remember my dad had one, he had Fandango, that, which we'll get to, but, um, and I'm like, what is, what is this? But yeah, they, they were definitely big. I just assumed that they were big everywhere, but, yeah. but, which they kind of were. Whereas, like, I remember Stevie Ray Vaughan, when I would talk about him in Florida, people were like, who is this guy? Like, they just didn't even know. Yeah. Whereas I think ZZ Top kind of, Broke through, and they they did have ZZ Top did have like FM radio staples. Yes, you know, yes, from, real you know, good ones too. Yes, they did. So, uh, and I don't know that Stevie Ray Vaughan had that as right. much. You're right. He didn't have any yeah. of those big songs. I right. mean, although we love them, and yeah. you know, yes. All right, we're gonna move on to 1972 Rio Grande Mud. Am I saying that right? Is it Grande? We say the well. I've heard Rio Grande. But we always said Rio Grande. Rio Grande mud. Yeah, it's right. so funny. What I don't. Rio Grande. We would say Rio Grande. Yeah, Rio Grande mud. Then. Yeah, that's what we we'll say. Rio Grande. I don't know. Depends. All right. What area you're from? <laughs> I'm from the area that could. But I would say Grande. Anything. I would say Grande. To see how like I put... Ariana Grande. Like oh, that's yeah, how okay. I would. All right. <laughs> that helps you, Pat. <laughs> that helps me. <laughs> Now, I put some uh, antibacterial gel oh. over there. I don't know if you want to so use it. So I can just gel up oh, every... Sure. if you want to, after every song. Because yeah. these songs are kind of dirty. Right. That's a... Yes. <laughs> yes, they really are. And it's very funny because mm-hmm. I'm like, why haven't any of these rock stars been canceled? But what I find so interesting, and we'll get to it because I have a song that's really gross, like if you listen to the lyrics. And so but I, I, love have, it. I have one too. Okay. They're gross. But I don't know if it's because... They had such a sense of humor, and they weren't Lothario-looking guys. Right. I don't know, but they got away with it all. Yeah, and, and, and it's tongue-in-cheek, kind of. Right! And even in the documentary, there's not a lot of talk about groupies. You know what I mean? Right. There's not a lot of talk of sex. No. It's really, the documentary's really about the music. Yes. And how they just wanted to break through and be... just They wanted to make a living playing music for the rest of their lives, and they've been able to do that. Right. Yeah, so... 
Right, because usually there's like the guys that wanted to get into it because they wanted to get girls. Right. And they wait, that, but wait, it, that wasn't in it? Or I am I thinking I of another? I don't remember. I'm thinking too. of David Foster. Okay. Or no, who am I thinking? Because that's usually a big part of the story. A, is they yeah. saw the Beatles, and, we and then we want to get chicks. Yeah. And which is fine. I have no problem with that. Sure. But you're right. It doesn't really. And one of those guys has um, uh, has um, not HIV, but has the other one that Pam Anderson has. Uh, hepatitis C. Yes. One of the ZZ Top yes. guys. Yes. Was that in the documentary? No. That's see, they glossed over some stuff. Yeah. Maybe there were tons of groupies, and they just cut that all out. Yeah, and you know Dusty Hill did a, or they did a King of the Hill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't, because they weren't there, like they were just remotely, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was kind of fun. That would have been cool yeah. if you got to meet them. I know! Uh, okay, so what's your song off uh, think, Rio Grande did I Mud? I Just Got Paid? You did. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. You Both of your songs, you got Just Got Back and then Just and Got just Paid. And Just Got Paid, like, I, hey... I, something just happened to me, and I want to write a song about it, and um, <laughs> and, here that's it how, and here it is. All right, just got paid. Just got paid today, got me a packet full of change. Said I just got paid today, got me a packet full of change. It's really it's great. It's so good. And I, it was funny, Pat, because I'm like, well, do I pick songs that, you know, like that was a big radio song. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm like, but it's so good. I'm not sick of it. The hits are undeniable. So you do have to, you, we do have to feature them sometimes. It's just a thing. You have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been taking a lot of deep dives during the quarantine in, into people's discographies. Ooh. Like people like, I'm like, oh, I know some of their songs. But I wonder if I'd like their albums. And I can tell you one band that I do not like at all. When I took the deep dive, I'm, I'm going to say they suck. I think they suck. <gasps> Dawkin. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to really no, be no. like Queen. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I, I didn't go out on a on a on a limb. I'm just. Okay. Like, but I'm like, oh, I like some of these Dawkin songs. I wonder what these albums are like. And I, I'm like, oh, these are awful. This oh, is awful. wow. But ZZ Top, the exact opposite. Mm. So great. Uh, bar- What'd you pick, Pat? I picked barbecue. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot of their songs are just about. Food. Food. TV dinners. We got yep, that yep. somewhere. Whatever you, you know, I, I think I got one, uh, you know, something about a poke chuck sandwich coming okay, up. Okay, all right. Here we go. feel like every one of their songs is about sex uh, pretty much yeah 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 they are and that's okay so so there must <laughs> have been there must so have interesting been here's cute little you know billy gibbons looking darling mm-hmm. and then like we clearly in the, our songs all want you know we're young we're we want you know the sex from the ladies yeah. mm-hmm. but we're gonna hide we're gonna hide behind these thinning beards mm-hmm. 
and and hats and just really cloak ourselves. Yeah. Not put ourselves out there in any way. Yeah. I just it's it's it's, it's interesting. It's I'm flummoxed. Yeah. I, before I forget, um, uh, the prize I'm going to give away in conjunction with this episode. It won't be this week because they haven't arrived yet. But uh, do you like these? Funko Pop figures. Yeah, you got me the Angus Young. That's right. One. Yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, they just released uh, a ZZ Top <gasps> set. Oh my god! And I'm going to give away a complete set of those. Oh, that's to fun. someone, one of our Patreon supporters. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, Pilar does not like those at all. She goes, "It's the same head on different bodies." Whoever, whoever yeah. thought of that? I go, "Yeah, they've ever thought of it's a genius." <laughs> I go, "They have two molds, and then they just change the clothes. Who cares?" I'm not a fan. Uh, now. Trace Ombres. Oh, this is I. I know you had t- pick, you had a I tough time. A you had four songs. Oh my god! That's so whatever right. you want to. And All let right. me see if I, I maybe I didn't pick any because uh, I picked one, but I probably won't play oh it because I'll let you take a uh, point on this. Well, okay. Well, uh, let's start with Jesus just left Chicago, waiting for the bus. That is, it's. It, as far as one song that goes into another song, mm-hmm. like We Will Rock You, We're the Champions, yeah. like this is up there with that, I think, in the one song goes into the other song. Okay. Right? And do, um, do you want me to play, you want me to start Play a end? little bit of both of those. I will. Okay. Waiting for the bus is first. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and okay. And then, yes, yes, yes. All right. Here we go. Waiting for the bus. Simple but fantastic, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first one to go gold. So this is like kind of a breakthrough. Should I jump into Jesus? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, the the it's they're great songs, but isn't it funny how like they glorify like a simple the simple life? I've got a brown paper bag yep. and my take home pay, yep. and uh, like it's just such a simple. I, I don't know. They don't. I, it, it's not about anything grandiose, right? They're just and they put them with this blues thing that's awesome. Like it's just yeah. great. Yeah. Anytime those songs are on, I'm like yes. And yes. you, you know what's sad about classic rock radio is classic rock radio, if ZZ Top comes on the radio, it's it's the same couple of songs. If Cheap Trick comes on the radio, same couple of songs. Even with the right. cars, there's just a handful. There's, of, no, there's uh, no album-oriented rock anymore. Yeah, no one goes deep. No one plays a deep cut. It's You know what I mean? Right. And there was that one, I don't remember which of the satellite radio, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Sirius or the other one. But there is like a deep cuts. Yeah. Well, satellite radio is a little bit different, but okay. I'm talking just terrestrial yeah. radio. Like if you, you know, it's. Right. And they're like oldies. Now we're yeah. lumped in with that. And it's, uh, yeah. 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 It's weird. It is weird. 
Uh, you got Okay, to, so I have Okay, I want to play Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers next. And here's why I picked this one. Okay. Cuz you're both cuz you're both of those things. Well, for sure. <laughs> but okay. I know like I am a Cars fan or a whatever Beatles fan or I I can clearly delineate between the v- vocalists in certain bands. Oh, but this, this band one, you can't. I can't. But this song, you'll it, they'll they'll they do it in the in the uh verse. You'll hear it. Billy sings one and then um, and then Dusty. Uh, but other than when they're right up next to each other, I can't really tell. I just assume it's Billy, but I'm like, no, it can't be. Anyway, so play play this. And what's funny is with the cars, people will say that about Ben and Rick, but I can totally, oh, totally. tell who's who. But yes. some people are like, I had no idea that there was another singer. What? All right, here we go. Beer drinkers and Hellraisers. Yeah, that's that's Billy. And then that's Dusty. I just got to chill listening to that. Yeah, it was good. Simple life. Yeah. Come with me to my simple life. We'll drink beer. We'll make a barbecue, which and is an innuendo for something else or whatever. Of like course. it's it's when uh <laughs> and when I was looking at the credits when I would be listening to these albums, I would uh you know immediately I assumed before listening I'm like, oh when Dusty sings those songs probably aren't going to be that great. You know what I mean? But wrong. They're great. They're great. I guess I don't. I can't tell. Like yeah. the, rah, rah, that's Billy. <laughs> but sometimes it's in between. Yeah. For me. Yeah, but anyway. and then and then the other one. This is this is everyone knows. This uh, yes, this is Lagrange. It's in every Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I just it's it's. I still am not sick of it, but I'm not sick of it either. Yeah, let's do it. I mean that intro. You immediately you're like you're into it immediately. Right to check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. <laughs> So great. So great. I did love in the documentary when they would just be in that big room together and they would just jam together. They just yes. have a, they really have a, a second hand with each other. Like they just know where I'm going to go here and you're going to, and I know you're going to follow me and then I'm going to lay down a guitar solo. They just, and this for me, I don't know how to play any instruments, but I just, you could watch that and you could just feel, oh, they're feeling the music. Absolutely. And they still tour. Question they do. Mark. No, okay. they do. They do. I, I assumed so. And you can always tell the ones that are, that have, you know, continued to play and uh, the ease and all of that. And because they love it. Yeah. And why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they? That's what they've wanted to do all their lives. Uh, my friend Mike Schmidt always says, dude, their job's rock star. Who stops doing that? <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. 
That's Especially because that kind of idea is gone. Yeah. It's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that you can't be a pop star, and right. there's some great pop music that is, that's uh, you know, undeniable, and great music in other genres, but I, I, ugh. And because of the way they sing, they're not really straining their voice in the way that a Steve Perry would, to right. where Steve Perry can't right. tour at 65. These guys will will be able to tour until they're done. Yes, that's a very good point. Or like Robert Plant. I yeah. mean, he... There's a, a long time ago. There were some issues. Yeah. Yep, and and like, like Mick Jagger is like incredible to me because he's still he's seventy five or seventy six. He still runs around on stage, and because Mick Mick's voice was always. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he doesn't sing the way. Right. You know, he doesn't have to hit a high note. He he just sings the way only Mick Jagger sings. Yeah. But he's still able to do that. Yeah. Good for them. Good I, for them. I agree. Agree. Yeah, good for Who them. Who else are we going to see at the bowl? Maroon 5? Like what? <laughs> I know. Huh? Are they still together? I don't even know. I've been I, I've been interviewing, you know, the past couple of weeks I've interviewed through Zoom, Dennis DeYoung, John Anderson, and Mike Reno. And inevitably it will come up that, hey, the music you guys made, we're still hearing. Yeah. Whether it's in commercials or at the Super Bowl or wherever it is. I go, so when people would make fun of me, maybe 20 years ago because I'm list, still listening to that music. Now I can kind of like, you know, thumb my nose at them and go, yeah, w- this is still happening, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to go away. I meant to t- reach out when you were interviewing John Anderson. Did you ask at all about his Christmas album? Because it's my favorite. It came up, in, pa- it came up in passing. He okay. did, Roy Thomas Baker produced that. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, it, how did it, I not know that? Just, I literally own it. It just came up in passing. He mentioned it. But... um but I didn't have any question about that. And um, there's just so much to cover with him. Sure, I, I can um, imagine. And then... The young he, wife, I he, mean... And he must have been told that it was only going to be an hour. Because at one hour, oh. he said, and with that, thank <gasps> you so much for... You know, okay. he answered the question. And I said, oh, we're done? And he's like, uh, he's like... And he just said, yeah. And I go, can I ask you... I go, I have a couple questions from listeners. Can I just ask you those? And he said, yeah. He was, he was lovely. He was oh, gracious. Oh, that's great. But Mike Reno... Mike Reno listened to a couple of the episodes when I interview people, so he was all in. He got right. it. He knew what was going to happen, and he had phenomenal stories. Really? I'm going to tell you this one real quick. I'm okay. Gonna thumbnail oh, I'm it. so excited. I'm going to thumbnail it for you. Okay. You know the song Almost Paradise from Footloose? Yes. That is one take. Wow. It's the first take, and that's it. And him and Ann sung together <gasps> at the same mic. No. Yes. He said, Anne came. She wasn't in a great mood. He was asking her, I go, did you know her? He goes, no, I was just a fan of hers. He chose her to sing it with him. Okay. They said, who do you want to sing with? He goes, Aunt Wilson. She's the greatest voice yeah. ever. So she comes. She's not in a good mood about something. He didn't know what. He said, do you want to just chill out and have a beer? She said, yes. They're having a beer. He said it felt kind of like a date. They're just talking. And then he says to her, do you know the song? She goes, yeah, I know the song. He goes, do you want to give it a, a go? She goes, sure. So through the intercom, he gets... <gasps> Keith Olsen produced. He said, Keith, I think we're ready to give it a go. So he said, we sing it face to face, same microphone. Wow. We sing it once. Keith comes on and he says, all right, I think we got it. And they were like, okay, you want to do it again? He's like, no, it's not going to, that's it. We're done. Wow. And he said, and they've never sang it together again. He said, we've been on tour with heart. And I always say, and you want to try almost paradise tonight? She's like, no way. Why? I I think it was just like such a, uh-huh, uh-huh. Such a thing, like we can't. No, we did. That's the one. But I think that's amazing. That's a first take, first and only take when you hear that song. Wow. 
okay. Yeah. Well, I then like, let's get RTB then. You know what? I, he, you know, he he he's he's a he's a serial retweeter. Yes, yes, yes. Like not just with Rock Solid or me personally. He just if you mention him, he retweets it and likes it. And I've reached out a couple times. I just no one will reach back. But okay, I'll keep trying. Well, There's maybe so with, talk with Zoom, because you Zoomed with those other guys, right? Yeah, so I, I'm just like, and I hate I hate the Zoom for that. I like this. Yes. Especially because, but I'm like, well, Dennis DeYoung lives in Chicago, and Mike Reno is in, in Vancouver, and so I'll reach out to people that don't live here, and I'll Zoom with them. Because John Anderson was going to do it in person, because uh, oh. he lives in Santa Barbara. But oh, um, Of course he does. But the album's out now, and we can't do it in person with John Anderson, so... I said, well, I'll do it on, I'll do it through Zoom. So, oh, but yeah, RTB so cool. through, <gasps> through Zoom would be great. <sighs> you could be at home. He'll be at home. I'll be here. Um, I, I very quickly, and we'll get back to ZZ Top. Sure. I, my husband was watching that Queen movie mm-hmm. and I've seen it. I went in the movie theaters. I saw it. Yeah. But this time, like he was watching and I had my back to it and I was doing a puzzle and I'm like, this screenplay sucks. <laughs> it is so <laughs> bad. And yet it, it fooled me into thinking it was a good movie. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got these songs in my heart. I mean, I don't know that yeah. that's a line, but it's stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, good it's, um, Lord. <laughs> what I say about it is. It's not a it's not a great movie, but I did enjoy watching it. And I did enjoy Yeah, I, I did too. I did enjoy oh my god, that guy looks exactly like Brian May. You yeah. know, I just yes. did enjoy stuff like that. Yes. So And then um, the end is the is a great ending, yeah. of course. Although I wish when they went through the curtain, then they just would have played the actual footage of Live Aid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good because I did not like the Elton John one. You didn't like the Elton John I didn't. one. Did you I know didn't. it was going to be like a full on like Broadway type musical? I assumed. Okay. But it's just like, uh, and then I'm like, oh, so everyone else is a cartoon. No one has any mm-hmm. mitigating qualities. Yeah. It's just cartoon. And this guy, I, 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 if I'm gonna, if I get a job and mm-hmm. they say, okay, in three months you're going to play Elton John, you're thirty pounds overweight. What are you going to do? You're going to slim down because guess what? <laughs> Uh, Elton John didn't look like a linebacker. Elton John was a very trim, slight, slight person. So you didn't even like that guy's performance? No, I did not. I just kept going like, this guy should be playing like a football player mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Like I, I, and I love that opening. The opening was great when he came in with a thing, but I, I just, it was just too much of the same note mm-hmm. hit over and over again. And I mean, those songs are terrific. Yeah. But I just, I liked the Queen movie better. But like I say, if you're just listening to the words, um, <laughs> it's going to be, a, it's called A Night at the Opera. And it's, we're going to, oh, I'm like, oh, brother, as I'm putting piece, the corner pieces in. <laughs> we want something that the, the audience, what can they play in their seats? Yeah. Oh my God. That was the, that was, that was such hokum. Plus I hated the fact that now Brian May and Roger Taylor were, um, consultants on the film. Well, we will rock you. We are the champions. Wasn't written when Freddie had short hair and a mustache. So that kind of stuff really takes me out of it. I'm like, well, see, and I'm okay with that a little bit, but uh, here's my fear, Pat. And I'm going to, I'm going to listeners. If you can help me, they have decided to do a Bee Gees movie. I know what the story, I know what the movie should be. Wait, they have or you're... Yes. Okay. There's been a director chosen and a writer chosen. And I was like, Brad, my manager, I'm like, get me a meeting on this. He's like, you're a TV comedy writer. They're not going to let you do this. And I'm like, but I alone 
know what the story is and I know how to make it keep it from that. Yeah. Although that was very successful. Yeah. Anyway, I th- my friend who works at Paramount in the music licensing mm-hmm. department, he's like, there's been no movement on it yet. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? I don't know. Yeah. I'm a comedy writer. Still, I know what the story is. Mm-hmm. And the story is about the brothers. It's about the brothers. It's about the, the conflict between Barry and Robin. And then, uh, 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 like, I, and that kind of drives it. Uh, anyway, I just, I don't want to give away my secrets to yeah. what I think the movie would be. But I, I think there's a lot more that's less uh, hokey. There's not, uh, anyway, I, I bet a Bee Gees movie closes with the success of Saturday Night Fever. I bet they don't even go beyond that. Um, that's a, well, what I would do, I'd, de, I'd do a denouement about, because that to me, I, I think that when they got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. to me, that's the end. Because they were kind of, after that, remember, they were a joke. And they were, they burned their records. It's like, we're just making music. What right. what gives? Like, why yeah. are you, I'm not, we're not, you know, racists or whatever. Right. Um, and then the fact that they came back and were able to uh, win people back um and I, of course, I think it's told via the the story of the brothers and their relationship. Mm-hmm. But I do think that them being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, redeemed them. And they kind of, everyone remembered like, oh, yeah, we like you guys. Yeah. We think y'all are pretty great. And then uh, you have like Jimmy Fallon, who plays it, plays Barry Gibb on SNL. And they're kind of, the stigma is is over. Yeah. And I... I Again, I think the personal story is what drives the bus. However, I would certainly cap it with, because um, they, you know, had like three different comebacks. Yeah, anyway, they did. Which is also kind of funny and, and an interesting um, engine. And Paramount, get the wigs right. Let's get some good oh wigs, my God. for God's wigs sake. wigs are the worst. And I don't know why, because there are... There, um, my husband was the exec on Key and Peel the, on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. Yeah, and oh my gosh, you watch Key and Peel for wigs and makeup, and I know they got nominated for Emmys, but they look amazing. Yeah. And then they have the film to match that, like they did a Mr. T thing one time, and they bought old film. My my point is, there are people that are talented enough to get those things right, right and not look silly. Yeah, a, a motion picture should always get it right. Like a, a big budget motion picture should never. Get the wigs wrong. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry about that. That Anyway, help me, everyone. Moving on to, <laughs> to Fandango, which is uh, one side's live and one side's studio. Yes. And I didn't even, like, this was one of my dad's records. And I remember going, like, what is this? The cover of it didn't even feel slick like other album covers felt. It felt yep. like... Um, just like um, flat and like homemade almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the font is kind of homemade, but I, I picked a couple from this because I like it. Um, the, I'll, or, or do you want to go first? Because I've been going first. No, no, no. We'll stick okay. with your list. And Balinese, this is the uh, uh, first one of two that I've chosen. And is this one of the live ones or is this one of the studio ones? I believe it's a studio one. All right. I, now that I'm Spotify and I get them all mixed up. <laughs> Yes, it is.
Like, I don't want to fade any of them down. I'm getting right? into it. And in the headphones, it sounds amazing. Yeah, amazing. All right, I think my next song is also Dusty, but I didn't even, this is like one of those ones you're talking about. I didn't really know, I didn't know this was Dusty until I'm just reading it right now. He sings lead on Tush. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Here we go. I'm not sure what this one's about. Yeah, no, it's unclear. I tell you something, if any other band was this on the nose with some of their songs, I would be so angry and hate it. Yes. But for some reason, these guys are winning me over with it, and it doesn't it's bother a, me at it's all. It's a wink and a smile. It's like a, it's tongue in cheek a little bit. It is, and, yeah. And because they are not, they don't look like Mick Jagger. Yeah, or, or Sebastian Bach or right. something. They just They just have like a folksy... They have a beer with you and a Yes, and a they're burger. the guys you want to have a beer with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this one also from Pandango. This is Heard It on the X, and I just I love I love this. This is the one I fell in love with when I first listened to the album. Do you remember back in nineteen sixty six? I liked that one because it sounded so different yeah. from anything that was going on at the time. I just, it's, it just felt very different, and I like that. And the, there's just, there's so much like riffing going on, but like, but it, but it's, what do I want to say? It's just part of the song. Like it, it doesn't, it's not like someone's taking a guitar solo. It's like, it's, right. it's like a guitar solo from start to finish almost. It's yes. just so much. And it doesn't sound like three guys, which all the best doesn't sound trios like don't sound like three guys, but that's just so amazing to me. And I don't know if these guys, when they tour, like sometimes a three piece when they tour, it's they augment it with a bunch of other stuff. I don't know if these guys did. It feels like it's just the three guys, right? You know? Why would they? Yeah, I mean, like yeah. there's not really any keyboards that need to come no, in. No, there's no back. <laughs> there's no background vocalist. No female background singers. Right. It's just the guys. Yeah. Don't have to split that money up. Just three ways, guys. Just three ways. <laughs> um, now this next album, I don't know how to pronounce this album. Tejas. Tejas is that? Oh a, yeah. All right. I didn't think it was Tejas, but I didn't know if it was Texas or... It's, it's Spanish for Texas. Texas, yeah. okay. Um, this is an album that I didn't know at all. I really like this album. Oh, yeah? I, I just really know the do. one song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so this let one me either. See, let me see how many I picked off this. Did I pick more than one? No, I just picked one, but I really like this because, again, I, I and I like the album cover. Like, I'm like, this album cover, just I just I it just feels like ZZ Top. I just liked it. Mm. I don't know. That's it. That's just... That's as deep as I'm getting. Right. You picked It's I Only picked Love. It's Only Love. All right, this is here. as close as it gets, I guess, to a, a ballad. And there's really, there's no hits from this album. No, this one was a little bit, right? No? Radio.
Dusty on the co-lead in there. Was this any kind of hit? Yeah, that was a single for sure. Oh. And that's the that's the song that kicks off the album. But this album doesn't have any, like, like Heard It on the X right, or Tush right. or any of those. And the one I picked from this album was She's a Heartbreaker. Oh. Because I like this groove. She used to drive a beat-up pickup Down her outside of town Stealing the heart of every guy in town That's, yeah, it yeah. is. I like to, uh, well, they wear cowboy hats sometimes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I like, to, I like to play some songs that maybe someone's like, oh, I've never heard that song before. Yeah, that's good. Find that album. Uh, moving on to, uh, I, now th- I don't know how to say this album either. Christy, help me. I, you know what? I always say Deguello, but I, it's probably De- Deguello. Deguello is what I say. Yeah, I, I say know, I, I say Deguello. Deguello. Yeah. Oh, Deguello. De- Deguello. That's it. All right. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, you now this this was oh. a this was a big song. Yeah, I, I'd love it. I'm bad. I'm nationwide. I'm bad. Comma, I'm nationwide. Right, right. There's mm-hmm. a comma. This is your theme song. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> it's my mantra. Well, I was rolling down the road in some cold blue steel. I had a blues man on the back and a beautician out the wheel. We're going downtown in the middle of. It makes me giggle. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, I feel like this album got, like, I think I think Tejas was a little bit of a departure. A little bit. You know what I mean? And then this got back to, like, some down and dirty and gritty yeah, riffs and funny. stuff. And I love, uh, one of the verses is like, and my gold tooth displayed. And then he rhymes <laughs> that with made. And I love it. I yeah. love that. That just makes, that's such a fun rhyme. And I love that he's displaying his gold tooth. Right. And the, tooth. Now, this song, I didn't even know it was a cover. This uh, The song that opens the album is an Isaac Hayes song. Oh, right. Yep. I thank you. Yeah, right, right, right. I thank you for recording today, Christian. You didn't have to love me like you did, but you did, but you did.
going to go right into cheap sunglasses. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So this album had the three songs we played. These were gigantic songs on yes. FM radio. You wake yes. up in the morning and the light has hurt your head. The first thing you do when you get up out of bed is hit that street running and try to beat the masses. Go get yourself some cheap sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The simple things. The simple things. Yeah. Oh, We all, we've all purchased cheap sunglasses. Yeah. And they look good. They don't last long, but yeah. they look good when you need them. Yeah. Uh, moving on to, now I don't think, do you have, oh no, that's me that, hold on. The next album, the, the cover cracks me up because the, the past two album covers, it seemed like they really tried to, to do something with the album artwork. Uh-huh. And this one is just as goofy as can be. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> what the story behind it, like we want to do kind of a goof on an album yeah, cover. Yeah. Or were they serious? Yeah, I mean, the font's not great. It's just like out in the desert. They're Well, it's 1981, so they're yeah. at least, I don't know, maybe the font is trying to... Maybe, but it's pink. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's a fourth guy in there. like Right. I don't know. El Loco is the album. Uh, yeah, so this is the one. I, I didn't have this album. I had this cassette. <laughs> okay. This is when I was in the cassette uh, area. And oh gosh, I, I there was a lot I liked. I did I pick three songs from you this? picked three. Okay, uh, let's start with the one that is so nasty. Uh, there he even mentioned. Okay, it's hey I want to drive you home, and, but he's describing a car, but he's really describing a girl. And at one point, he's like she's underage, but you know, so she hasn't had a lot of miles. And it's like oof. oof. But I Guys. do like the song. This is I want to drive you home. All right, here we go. I will. You let me know. I love this one. It ain't being ripped. <laughs> I mean, it's gross, but it's fun. It was acceptable in 81. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but I, it's funny. I loved the song when I had this cassette as a teenager. Because. But now as an adult, like listening to that, I'm like, oof. But I still. I still like the song. I want to say I still like the song. Because they're singing, this is 1981, so they're singing about a girl that was your age. Yeah. These well, guys. Maybe a little bit older than me, because I was 11, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, that was when I discovered music, and I always, rock music, and I always remember it because The Who's Face Dances was the first album I ever bought. That and The Cars, mm-hmm. but that Cars was old. Um, and there was a song called Daily Records, and he's like, and the, the line is, I watch my kids grow up and ridicule the bunch. Because when you are 11, the, the whole world's out to lunch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm 11. So I always remember, oh, that's when, you know, I got into rock music. And I, just that's such a, a touchstone. But that's how old I was when this 
I love, I love the out. Face Dances album so I much. I think it's great. It's crazy. It's, it's, Looking back on it, because that's my, I've t- I mean, I know I've talked about this yeah. on the show. Like, Kenny Jones was the drummer to me. Right. Like, oh, I like Kenny. He's my favorite. He's yeah. cute. He's like, cute. I had no idea what came before. Right, yeah. And yeah. I, the drums are fine on those they're albums. Fine. They, they're exactly what those songs need. And they've got another cute guy in the band, yeah. which was good for me. That was my <laughs> first hit parader, too, was, was the Who on the cover on the of cover. Hit Parader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kenny has a book. Let the good times roll. Kenny Jones' autobiography. Wow. Is it good? I didn't read it. Oh. I have a lot of books that I don't read. <laughs> I get him to give away his prizes. I always keep one for myself. And then... Uh, Do you know which one I have that I've... I'm reading Daltrey's right now. It's good. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. Good. Do you know which one I've had forever? And I, I mean, I mean, I might have had this mm. for 20 years and never read it. And I'm like, I'm so curious... Is um, well, I don't think it's an autobiography, but it's about Peter Grant. I'm like, oh, this would be. Oh yeah, I, I want to read this, manager. but I'm like, and now I've got time. I should, yeah. I should read that instead of this other book. I'm now, when I say I haven't, I, I crack all of them and, and leaf through and and find stuff I want to read, but I, yeah, but I haven't read it cover to cover, so I couldn't even tell you if it's good or bad. Okay, all right. Um, I didn't pick any songs from this album because you picked <gasps> three. Yay! Okay, and and the one. The uh, the uh, the uh, another one that's gross, but I like it is is pearl necklace. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, didn't pick it either. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right on the. It's Ooh. it's like it's not even trying to hide what's happening. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but we were singing it. Yeah. Whatever. and they do say that. I think there's lines like the girls, the girls freaky or you know. So they're like they're putting it on her. And like she wants it. She wants it. She wants it. She, that's what she wants. It unnerves him, but. Yeah. Well. It doesn't unnerve him enough not to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's next? What's I, next? Well, what's next? Uh, tube Snake Boogie. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's that about? I don't know. I just, that's one of those I've, I've never questioned. Here we go. <laughs> album's fun. It's fun. I actually think the cover might have hurt record sales, possibly. You think? I mean, I don't no. know. They're already established. <laughs> well, the, the album before this uh, went uh, platinum, and this one, they were back to gold. Really? Yeah, according to Wikipedia. That's shocking. Again, because this is... And I can also remember there was a radio promotion called the El Loco Magic Bus... <laughs> Where like you'd get on a bus and go to one of their concerts, and it's funny because then I'm like, gosh, I wish I was old enough to get on that bus. But I'm like, who wants to get on a bus? Yeah, for, in Fort Worth mm-hmm. and drive all the way to Dallas, forty five right. minutes with a bunch of strangers. I mean, you could just drive. <laughs> Let me ask you this question: You've only seen ZZ Top once. Yes, I've, I've obviously never seen them. When concerts come back, hopefully in 2021. If they come, do we do we go to that thing? We go. Hell yeah, we go. As long as we don't have to go out to San Bernardino or some no, ridiculous thing. No, we go thing. to the bowl. We get a yeah. box. We get our wine. Yes. <laughs> and, and I'll try to get free tickets because I have a, I have a, quite the connection at the uh, at the 
Hollywood Bowl. I like the bowl and the Greek too. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. Parking is a disaster. You got to Uber, but yeah. that's also a disaster. Yeah. So you're just in. Well, we can we can do that park and ride by the Universal uh, Studios and you get on the right. bus and they drive you right to the bowl. And then when you walk down the hill, you get right on the bus, they drive you right back up. Yeah. Either way, we'll do it. Okay. I think I've done the park and ride, but I can't remember. And yeah, I think, yes. When you were at the Heart Joan Jet with uh, <gasps> with uh, Johnny, how did you, what did you guys do? How did you guys get well, there? Well, I think we did have a, we had. I don't remember because they left early, mind you. Right. Because there were 17 acts before Heart. And, yeah. And I'm like, it's Johnny a school night and jump my precious child. It was the first <laughs> rock concert I t- t- had taken him to. Yeah. We went and had dinner before and that, that gal was great. Yeah, Rob Schneider's uh, daughter. L, L, what's her name? L King. This is no slight. But I just, I'm like, I, I, we're barely hanging on. This kid had a full day yeah, of yeah, school. Yeah. And I was so excited. But luckily, I got the whole box. And because I got months in advance. And I'm like, I, when we do that, and there's a fourth and it's a stranger, I always feel the need to like take care of them. Yeah, talk to wise. them. And, and I'm everything. just like, you know what? It's no worth dice. it for me just to buy the whole thing yep. and then give it to a friend. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I did because. <laughs> Uh, my family had to leave. Yep. Well, then you, uh, who was I with? I was with, uh, was I with Chip Chinnery at that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you, we, and, and David Wilde, you were. I wasn't with David. We okay. just, we just we came and saw okay, you. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I remember you said, hey, they left. Do you want to come back and sit in our box with us? And my free tickets were actually like three boxes in front of yours. Okay. Well. So I was like, our seats are better. All right. Like, All right. If you don't want to hang, then be That's that way. That's fine. Be That's a jerk. Um, but yeah, he. Right at the end of Joan Jett's set is when he, and it was, it's so cute. He'll be like, you were looking so forward to this. And I go, Johnny, you're a child. It's It's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It really was a great show. And I'm glad I saw it. It's nice though when the kids act like that, because that that way you've instilled something in them. Yes. You know, I hate it. Like I hate it. But at the same time, I love it. Yeah. That he cares enough and is that. You like know. when the kids will come and apologize for their behavior oh, unsolicited oh, and give you a hug, that's yes. pretty cool. And then you just go, oh. okay, we, we did some, we're doing something yes. right if they're doing that. You know, yes. So. I'm with you. Uh, we were originally going to record this outside. Do you think we were going to have a party on the patio? Yeah. Okay. With, a, with a dead mouse. Let's have it right now. Dead mouse. Could have been a raccoon. I don't know what it was. Dusty Hill, by the way. Okay, yeah, okay. Right, the simple life. The simple pleasures in life. Cheap sunglasses, barbecue, and a party on the patio. Right? It's funny that it's only now dawned on me that, that that is. But in a lot of... Bands can't get away with that kind of simplistic lyric. Like, I can remember, I always think of this, Love is Strong and You're So Sweet. I'm like, how did these guys who wrote some of the greatest songs land on Love is Strong and You're So Sweet? And I was also, this morning, driving here, um, I was listening to um, Agent Provocateur, a foreigner, and there's that song, She's Too Tough, and it's like, the opening line is, my girl, uh, uh, 
they say she's all right, but I know she's more than all right. I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> but it's not like any of these no. are, but are any more clever. Yeah. But they're just there's something about the the song and the delivery yeah. that that is in on it. They they know they're not wordsmiths. Agent provocateur <laughs> is very spotty because you'll have a song like that was yesterday, which yeah. I love. Yes, and then you'll have that one. <laughs> it's just like, uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. It's 1983. 1983. It's Eliminator. I I didn't pick any songs from this because we know them all. I did pick I did pick one of the obvious ones as our playout okay. song. Okay. But if I, I was, picked one. And if I was gonna pick one to play during the show, I would have picked the exact same one you picked. It's great. It's great. It's got me under pressure. And when I saw them, which on the next tour is when I saw them, they opened with this. Nice. And I thought it was a great opening song. This album cover sucks. <laughs> if you see this up close, it's a terrible drawing. It's not, I mean, I like the logo. I like the double Z in the top, but the actual drawing of this car is really, it's crappy. But it went with the whole I know, visual but I feel, pack of the whole I feel like thing. if I feel like a, a real photo of a real car would have been better than, the, the, the drawing's just really yeah. juvenile. It doesn't, it's not very good. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with Didn't, that. Now, this did not stop album sales. Uh, this no. Cover. <laughs> this thing was no. all over MTV constantly. You couldn't get away from ZZ Top on MTV. And they did the right thing with those videos. We're yeah. like, we're going to do a thing where we're going to kind of tell a story, yeah. really, with these guys in this car. We're not going to just put ourselves out there because... You know, yeah. we want to put some hot chicks. Yeah, they're kind of almost like what? What do you? What were they in these videos? They weren't. Were they ghosts? Were they? Well, right. They were muses. I don't know. Guardian knows? angels. Maybe? Yes. There you go. That's so, what they were. But the spinning fur guitars. Just, oh, the whole thing. The whole package was great. And it they was were, great. And they were dressed like they almost had costumes on because they were all dressed in like kind of dusty brown leathery right. clothes. You know, they all. You know, even that. Even Frank Beard had kind of like the. Yeah. Frank Beard's the one. His name's Beard. He doesn't have a beard. My <laughs> boss used to write for a show called Last Man on Earth. And I think they, I'm, I'm trying to put the story together. That's um, the Will Forte yes. show? Okay. And I believe it was that show that she was working on that um, w they wanted that car. I th it might have been another show, but there was some show she was writing for and she's written for a lot. But sh the some that, that they wanted that car for something. Uh -huh. And I guess... Um, uh, Billy comes with the car. <laughs> like, oh, so okay. he comes, it's not just like you don't rent the car. Billy comes with the car. You mean as a package deal? He Is that what you mean? Well, meaning like th they don't just drop off the car for you to put in your show. He comes with it. Okay. And he like, sticks around to make sure everything's cool. I don't know if it's that or he just, it's, you know, part of the fun of getting the car is, I don't know, but he was there with the car because he, I guess, has either that one or a, a duplicate of it. I don't well, know. That's cool. But yeah, like if, if you want him, if you want that car in your production, good news, you get, Billy you get to meet Billy Gibbons. <laughs> All right, let's play. It got me under pressure. It's a great one. Now, there are synth synthesizers yeah. on this, so maybe when you saw them, they did have a guy maybe, maybe. Under, under the stage or something. Yeah. I would, yeah. 
She likes cocaine, is in there. Yeah. Look at that. And, and it's funny, I don't remember because we were like at the back row of the floor. Okay. And so I could just see, and I do remember because I wasn't this tour, not the tour I saw, either either the Eliminator tour or the Afterburner tour, okay. I think it was Eliminator, where it was sponsored. And there was like a sponsored by Miller Beer or something. Wow. And I don't, you know, I don't care. I don't care. It no. doesn't matter to me. But I think, if I'm not wrong, that they got, that was the first openly sponsored by something. And that, oh, that I, was kind of rough. I think the that. Rolling Stones Tattoo You tour had a, uh, had big sponsorship okay, too. I don't okay. remember who it was. Uh, maybe I'm misremembering this, but no, but I, that's no, but um, but they were one of the few, or one of the, you know, one of just a couple that had tour sponsorship. Why not? Why not? You know what? Make, it's make that money. Make that money. <laughs> like professional athletes or musicians, you don't know how long yep. that ride's gonna be. Make that money. This is their eighth album. They're probably like, yay! It's about time that we yeah start we getting the, in. getting the big money. Yeah, I bet up to this point that they probably. Didn't make a ton of money? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's, I mean, you hear that a lot. It's like, yeah, we didn't really start making money until, you know, Rick's, uh, not Rick Springfield, Bruce Springsteen's like, yeah, until we really didn't make a lot of money until Born in the USA. It was always well, like Riley just. had to split those fees. <laughs> I know. With with all not, those guys. All those guys. There's three guys here. E Street Band, what, 15, 17, yeah. 17 guys. <laughs> so this is, this is just, this is just a, a hits fest. Give me all your loving. Got me under pressure. Sharp dressed man, legs, TV dinners was even yes. a minor hit. So I mean, this y- you know all these songs, yes. And they're and I'll play one as the play out because you you have to. So, um, but yeah, they, they just this was it, and I don't I didn't feel like it was a sellout. It felt like it was a a progression into I the eighties. I agree. I think they still maintained uh, I, their integrity. Like I think. Uh, we and we've I think talked about this mm. like certain bands that really weathered the eighties yeah. well like like uh uh yes I yes. think weathered the eighties really well John and, John Anderson was so psyched about the eighties period he goes finally I'm a rock star he goes I was finally a rock star and and he he loved it he that's funny yeah. oh wow yeah that's interesting yeah uh, anyway but yeah um. And you know what? You know what else they did was then they kind of kept up this Eliminator persona for the next yes. for the next three albums. Right. Like we're gonna go from a car to a spaceship. Spaceship. It <laughs> makes sense. Sure. Uh, and this is a uh, the next album is Afterburner. Again, all these are produced by Bill Ham. So even though we're getting '80s style production, he's credited for it. So yeah. What do you got? On I got Afterburner? sleeping bag. I love it. It's a good song. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, the drums are electronic, right? Kind of. Kind of. But I love that. It, I love how this song I, I do too. I don't know if I took it from the top. I hope I did. Maybe I didn't. Yeah, you have to. I, I love what's I going love on it. here. Also, Eliminator sold 10 million. Wow. 
great. And this I album, love it. And this album sold five million, which is no slouch. I mean, no slouch. When you sell ten million, you know the next one's not going to sell ten. Million. Of course. But when you sell five million, you're like, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and that was it was 1985 when that came out, so I must have been 16 yeah. uh, when they toured the following whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll rem- I remember this. I went with my friend Chris. And is that Chris, Chris, is Chris a boy? A boy, okay. Chris Baltazar. And we, because uh, I have like these guy friends that we were just friends, but mm-hmm. we would go to concerts together because you know I you, liked. You rock. didn't have any romantic feelings no. for these guys. Did, no. Do you think they had romantic feelings oh God, for no. you? No. Why do you no. say, "Oh God, no"? Ugh, no, no. No. Were they attractive guys? Yeah. All right. Yeah, for the most part. Like, I remember going to Kiss mm-hmm. um, and Wasp with them and Ted Nugent, mm-hmm. that that whole thing. <laughs> and I remember being like, what? But um, so Chris Baltazar, he drove a Saab, and he had his speakers in the back, so you can't even see out the back, because there were, like, full <laughs> and, stereo and you speakers. you can't really talk when you're in the car, either. Um, and But I remember we pulled over for gas before we left to go to Dallas, because mm-hmm. every good band was in Dallas, so you had to drive yeah. that whatever, 45 minutes to Reunion Arena, which is no longer there. But that's where all the great uh, people played. And because and, we have the beer in the floorboard, of course. Mm-hmm. And I remember him coming over and he's like, push the beer. My mother's here. Like the mother coincidentally was at the same gas station. So I had to make sure, you know, our beer was <laughs> hidden from view. Um, but yeah, I, I it's such a memory I have. And then we get there and that it was great. I just remember that song and I remember it was so great. It was just a great show. Uh, see, um, well, I hope it was Miller Beer because they were sponsoring the tour. Okay, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> See, I had, a, I had my best friend in high school, Laurie Dangle. And oh. we were, we, yeah, and my mom and dad would always be like, why do you ask Laurie out on a date? I go, why do I need to ask Laurie out on a date? We're, we're together all the time anyway. Right? What, what's the deal? And I don't like Laurie. I like, I like Bridget, you know? <laughs> and Laurie doesn't like me. She likes, uh, she likes Alex. So, I mean, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Why? It was so funny. Her dad was a school teacher at another high school. And every year when they would have this ski trip, he would, because her family were big skiers, he would be one of the chaperones. So Laurie would be allowed to miss uh, school and go on that field trip. And she would always invite me. Like she'd go, hey, Friday's the field trip. Can you? And like my parents, like if I told my parents for any other reason, I'm not going to school Friday. But if I said, oh, Laurie asked me to go skiing on Friday, but I'll have to miss school. My parents are like, Yes. Absolutely go. I think any any chance that there could be a romantic thing happening, oh gosh, they were funny. trying to push it because they <laughs> they really liked Laurie. So oh, but, that's so great, Pat. Yeah. I love that. Are you still friends with those guys? Because like I just talked to I Laurie am. on the phone uh, last week. I I mean we when I go to Fort Worth, I see this mm-hmm. Andy uh, Contreras who is a friend, and we still uh, I, I think through Facebook, but also at reunions yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm very friendly with. There's a, a whole group that I went to high school with that uh, Kurt. Like there are a lot of a lot of them that that um, I'm still friends with, yeah. and and it's lovely. And That's great. I, it's great to be able to kind of see how people mature yeah. and how they change and how they grow or and how they're kind of still the same yeah, yeah. in many ways. Exactly. And, you know, so they're from Texas, so there are a lot of those folks that are, you know, whatever, <laughs> beyond saving. But most of them, for the most part, it's right. lovely to be able to, I mean, as much as I hate Facebook for many reasons, it is nice to be able to watch your friend's kids grow. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we there's one... Um, 
like 80s site that some of the people I went to high school with always kind of comment and post on. And that's just fun. Like I, I have no problem yeah. with a little like nostalgia and a little bit of like, oh yeah, like that's, that's who I was. And here's how I'm different. different and here's how I'm the same. You're right. Yeah. And, um, I agree with you. I'm 100% yeah. on board and I, I agree. Like, like, you know, when people, like my brother's like, I would never be on Facebook. Facebook's a mess. I'm like, have you ever, have you ever been on it? No. I'm like, well, maybe not have so many opinions about stuff you don't know about. Right. I use Facebook for the, you know, I use it to promote this podcast. And then I have a, a, my personal page where I just connect with people from my past that I still like, that I still like. And I want to know what they're doing. Yeah. And there's lovely people who yeah. have reached out from the show who are listeners. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really fun that they uh, uh, like something that you like and can, and I know Elliot Easton also mm. has a fan page, and sure. it's weak. It's nice. I mean, I don't. I try not to go on for extended periods of time, right? But uh, just to kind of connect on mm. things, it's can be good. Yeah, like Pilar made a, a post about me last week, and then my my favorite grade school teacher from sixth grade, Miss Windle, she commented, ah. and then she's like, "Patrick, how are you?" And then you know, so I'm we're, I'm messaging you know with my oh. grade school teacher. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, amazing! Fun. I love it. I love it. That's great. Uh, from Afterburner, I chose one of those songs. I chose Velcro Fly. Okay. <laughs> I, and I don't, any other time I would hate this production, but I don't right. mind it. Right. I yeah. think his voice grounds it a little. Yes. And there were big songs on here. Sleeping Bag, Stages, Rough Boy, oh, Velcro yes. Fly. <gasps> Rough Boy, that's right. They did have a ballad. Yeah, that's a ballad. That's a full ballad. Without oh, a doubt. Who wrote that? Do we know? Is that like a Diane Warren or is that them? Uh, All songs in this album are credited to... Gibbons Hill and Beard. I don't wow. really think they used it. That's one thing they didn't do. They didn't go to the Holly Knight okay. or the Desmond Child. Okay. They didn't, they didn't do go the Aerosmith. Well. No. Okay. Which means they're getting publishing too. Yeah. These guys might be a lot richer than we think they are. Yeah. You, you know, know what, what I mean? They're I bet probably you're right. Really rich. <laughs> you couldn't really tell from that documentary, right? And they don't live. I mean, they 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 had like some jewelry, and they were like their clothes yeah. were like like I'm looking. I'm like I bet that stupid hat he's wearing is a oh, ten thousand dollar hat. You know, right, whatever with the thing with the things. Yeah, on Yeah, they and boot. They had boots. You know, they. Yeah. You know, good for them. Yeah, good for them. I think we're yes, good for them. All right, then uh, it's five years until the next because now. You know, they're doing a ton of touring on these albums. Yes. Like before it was probably album tour and then the next year album tour. But now after Eliminator, it's like that was probably a two and a half year tour. That's why it took so long for the next album to come out. So now it's been five years. So now we're in 1990 when Recycler comes out. So what did you choose off Recycler? I picked the hit, right? Double Back. I like this song. I like it.
good song. I think so too. Yeah. This I think so too. This album uh, sold a million copies, but still, it's it's 1990, so mm. things are really changing. Yes. So, and that's respectable. A million copies, that's very that's, good. Yeah, platinum. Uh, ex- exactly. Hang them up. I bet they, I, would, I love when the when the guys hang the platinum albums up, when they display them. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Hang them up. Hang them up. I got all this crap on my wall. It doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> it does. It means all this hard work to stalk these people. That's true. I did stalk a lot of these people. Um, I have two songs. I'm just going to play one. The other single off this album was My Head's in Mississippi, but I'm going to play this other deeper cut called Decision or Collision. All right, now we're going to move on to some albums that you don't know so much about. No, I don't. These are the la- these are the last five. We did the first ten. Yes. Now these are the la- these are the most recent five. Here's what always strikes me as funny: this next album, Antenna, comes out in 1994, and now they're no longer on Warner Brothers Records. So what happens there? They they sold they just sold 16 million copies, 16 million albums for Warner Brothers Records. Does the band decide that they want? You would think that Warner Brothers would want to keep them. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, you guys, just we just made a lot of money with you guys. 16 million albums over, th- you know, over three recordings. You think it was Warner Brothers that's like, nah, we, we, we're going to put you out to you. the pasture. Yeah. And then RCA says, well, we'll, we'll take you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm All sure right. it's that. Good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I but- don't know either. I'm just guessing because don't... I just had a brain freeze for some reason. But but don't... Isn't that what record companies do? I think so. Now, I'm not going to play... Two, I'll just play like okay. one song from each of these. Pat, but, just but, so you know, listeners, wanted us to both pick songs from all 15 yes. albums. And I'm like, you but know you what? But you said didn't, you didn't know the other five. I didn't know them. And Here's I didn't the deal. Just, uh, Here's the deal. The ones we played, those are the well-known albums. I But I have to be honest with you. These other five albums have some really great stuff on it. Like, they shouldn't be... Like, I don't want you to be that person that, like, mm, abandons, that person. abandons the artist right. after after a certain point. Okay, well, let's let's hear it then. Didn't you buy the Cars Move Like This? I did, but when I liked Move Like This. Okay. I didn't like Door to Door. Yes. Okay, but I'm just saying that was their, like, new yeah. music. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these guys have never stopped. So this is from 1994, and the album's called Antenna. I love the album cover. And I'm going to play a song called Pincushion. She gave me acupuncture as an alibi Shook my soul and stole my dough Let my condition down to the dark hole I'm a pin cushion, got a face of facts Just a pin cushion, do anything she acts Anything? Oh, Christy. All right. It feels like a bits from the all the other things kind of put together. I got opinion. you. I got you. All right. Nineteen now. Uh, Bill Ham is still producing, but Billy Gibbons is also co-producing. So the two of them now are are behind the boards. 
All right, this is uh, this is from 1996. This is Rhythmine is the album, and this is a song called Zipper Job. Oh, my God. So here we go. Oh, boy. I think it has a cool groove in there. No, Chrissy's shaking her head. No way. <laughs> yes. A zipper job. I mean, does that mean it gets caught and it's an owie thing, like a Ben Stiller and something about Mary? Like I, what? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Hopefully I get you with this song. Oh my goodness. All right. It's from um, 1999. Oh, okay. The album's called, it's either Triple X or th- it, it wouldn't be 30 because it wouldn't, they weren't, it wasn't their 30th anniversary. I think it's Triple X. It's three X's. Okay. This mm-hmm. song is called Poke. <laughs> Wait a minute. Poke. No, 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 no. That's not the whole title. Okay. I just wanted to enunciate. It's called Poke Chop Sandwich. Okay. Oh boy. Watch that. Poke chop sandwich. Waiting in the sand. Riding a tom tom. A double fat bag. A poke chop sandwich. Laying on a bone. Poke chop's breezy. We're gonna get some. Some of that poke chop. This is the parody of ZZ Top. <laughs> this is parody, right? Like, this is oh, Weird Al Yankovic. I really like these albums. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm going to give oh, you... Oh, Pat, no more. What? Two what? more albums. There's oh, two more. There's boy. just two more. Okay. So, for this next album, I, I, I you're going to choose the song, because I picked three. I'm going to oh, give no. you... I'm just going to give you titles, and you're going to oh, choose okay. which one. Okay. Do you want to hear Alligator? Like, Alley. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear Buck Naked? Oh, boy. Or do you want to hear Punk Ass Boyfriend? Punk Ass Boyfriend. All right. This is from the album Mescalero. 2003. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? It's your podcast boyfriend. I hate the production. It's a little noisy. It's a little noisy. I mean, it's not as bad as those other two that you played. <laughs> poke Salad Annie or whatever that one was. It was a poke chop sandwich. Poke chop sandwich. All right. Here we go. I got two, I got oh, I got two more from this. Oh You're God, gonna, Pat. Uh, I'm gonna I'm give you. You're, this is not just me. I speak for the listeners now. I'm gonna give I you. I want to step in for the listeners. This album is produced by Rick Rubin. Oh boy, is okay. that gonna help you? This is yeah, from, yeah, from, a little from, bit from 2012. All right, it's called uh, La Futura. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you three titles. You pick oh, one. Oh my god, I got to get paid, and that's how it's spelled. Got no, I yeah. got to get paid. I don't want to lose, lose, lose you or flying high. Which one do you want to hear? 
I got to get paid. Yeah, we got a little Christy snort on that one. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got to get paid. Oh, boy. A 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. You know I got to get paid. Again, the production is terrible and the voice is terrible, but it's not, I mean, there's, there's something there. I, I, I got a little bit of like, gotcha. if it was just less, less Muppety. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Let's get, that's all. That's, that's, that's it. Okay. That's it for us. <laughs> that was, <clears throat> I mean, what happened? Um, I don't, I mean, I really like these albums. <laughs> I, I, if the production were simpler and the voice mm-hmm. were better, maybe. Okay. But I still feel that if we go and see them in concert, they're going to be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It depends on that voice. Like these to stop smoking. Months before, the regimen is no whiskey, no cigarettes. No whiskey, no cigarettes. I remember, um, so I saw I, I, John Mellencamp in interviews. I want to punch him, but but I actually think he's real tough and he would kick my ass. So, um, <laughs> but in an inter- I saw him in an interview once and they were asking about why does he still smoke? Doesn't that hurt his <sighs> voice? And he said, I find that smoking makes my voice sound the way I want it to sound. He's such a dick. <laughs> well, it may, a, but at a, a certain point, there's he's had a heart of, attack. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I brought John Mellencamp up, but I did because we were talking about smoking. Yeah. All right, Christy, um, when will Bless the Hearts come back on the because September in September? And are these because with animation, we're full- the voice actors can do their yep. parts at home. I mean, Absolutely. just like they probably well, have a nice mic like this. What we have done is well, some do, but what we've done is we do all temp tracks. Then once all the stuff is is animated and done, then they come in and just one person, because we recorded Jack McBrayer for Mm -hmm. a part, and he is there at whatever, Margarita Mix or whatever the place is. Okay. And But it's just him and then the guys in the booth, which he doesn't even have to interact with. Yeah, he's actually behind glass. He's behind glass. It's everything is safe. But um, that's so that's how we've done that is that and I think even now it's not just temp that that. A lot of them can go safely okay, cool. into a uh, booth, and um, uh, yeah, and it's fun because Kristen Wiig is the star of our show, mm-hmm. and she's busy; she can't do the table reads. Yeah, she's so going to be in Wonder Woman. So Janet Varney has come in just to oh, nice. help us out and do some table reads, which that's that's fun. It's fun to see her and. Uh, now, does that does that turn into like some minor part on a show for Janet? Or maybe, she, okay. maybe. I mean, she they pay her. To do the okay. table read. So right. that's good. But um, Got to get paid. Yeah, Susie got top. to get paid. And got to get paid, I gotta... Janet Vaughn. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> oh, my Lord. And will you be doing any voices this year? Is your character oh, coming Oh, Dawn back? has a few little, just a little here and there. All right. Not much. She always just kind of pops, pops up. in and yeah. just yells. A nice little runner for Christy. Um, which has been fun. It's been so interesting because all those years on King of the Hill, I never got to do it. And so this is... Mm-hmm. Um, been a fun thing. You're more confident as a performer now, I think. Well, 
no, but I, I, um, I have to tell you what I have learned in, in a way, like I knew that I pivoted to writing for a reason, mm-hmm. which is I could make money as a writer where I really wasn't as an actress, mm-hmm. comedian, whatever. But what discovering on this show that like, cause I'll have sometimes sub in for mm-hmm. Maya at the table read Maya yeah. Rudolph at the table reads. Cause she's, I guess unavailable. But, um, what I notice is like, Oh, I, 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 it's so crystal clear to me why I didn't progress. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know how to tell a joke or I know how to pitch a joke yeah. and what have you, but, Oh, this thing that they do is next level in a way that like, mm-hmm. I always knew it, but is really, so uh, honestly, I'm glad they don't give me much to do because I just, I, I can recognize in a very profound way that, oh, I wasn't very good at it. And I knew it. I mm-hmm. knew it. But I always thought, well, if I was given the right power to do the right thing, I'm like, no, no, this is this is not for right. me. Well, that's good, though. <laughs> that's good because there's a lot of people that come out here and when th- things don't happen for whatever reason, they, they, never, they never have a realization why it didn't happen. You know what right. I mean? Like I would go on commercial auditions all the time. I just, I'm not good at reading the copy or remember, I'm just, not, well, I just wasn't good at it. And I'm fine with admitting that. Yeah. You know, I can really, uh, I can really just be me. Yeah. And be like funny as me, like here over the mic, hopefully funny. But, um, but yeah, but I'm, I have no problem, you know, n- realizing that and saying, oh, well, you know, I'm yeah. still out here yeah. for 25 years, still having fun. Meeting, and, meeting your rock star meeting idols. Rock star, meeting people talented like Christy Stratton and meeting my wife and having kids. And I have no, uh, not, you know, I don't really look back. I I only look forward. Isn't that interesting? And I remember my first TV sitcom writing gig, uh, was on a show called three sisters. And, uh, I can remember like we would be writing or we'd go down for a rehearsal and, these actors who were the stars mm-hmm. of the sitcom, yeah. most of their day was just sitting around. Boring. Right. And like it wasn't like what we saw in the artistry that they brought to whatever uh, happened on that one shining night of, of the week when you'd shoot in front of an audience or whatever. And my, I have all kinds of respect for that. Right. But I just remember going like, oh, so your most of your day is not that thing that you love to do. Right. Whereas you, you're always, you're always. working, you're working on the words, yes. the jokes, the story. Right. There is no downtime. You don't sit and are bored. Yeah. Because I'm not the kind of person that's like, what do I do next? I'm not that person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. Or and, and your day flies by because you're busy. Yeah. Yes. Their day, they're probably like, ugh. Right. Which yeah. is how it, it works. It's, this is not a criticism of anything. It's no, just, it's how, just how it is. It is. Yeah. All right, Christy, you uh, you're on Twitter, but you haven't been yes, too active on I Twitter. Haven't been active, and on that's Twitter. okay. That's fine. Uh, it's hard. And you're at you're at at. I'm at Christy S. Man, I think on yeah, Twitter, think but yet it. on Insta, I'm at Christy Stratton. And I you're and you're you're more involved on the Instagram. Yeah, All right, that's cool. what I like. Yeah, I gotta get into Instagram. I'm not that. Uh, I'm. I have to. I I gotta figure it out. I'm gonna have yeah. to have my kids give me a tutorial. Yeah. Um. Thank you for being here. Oh, I've loved it. I'm so happy to be here. Everyone watch Bless the Hearts when it comes back. 
And that's great that it's going to come back in September because we yeah. need, because a lot of shows aren't coming back because they right. should be filming right now and they can't film. Correct. But you guys can because they all can. your characters are animated. Yeah. And there's, Fox is doing a lot, a big push. So there's going to be some other shows from some great people that are going to be terrific and as well. Not, not that your show was in jeopardy at all, but now they, they really need you. You know what I mean? Well, we'll see because I mean, we we probably won't find out until like October mm -hmm. uh, or if we get an, another season. And it's who knows? It's hard to say. Well, it's a good, it's a great show, and I wouldn't say that if uh, if I didn't think it. I would just go, well, you know, hey, I have to check that out. But no, I have watched it, and I do like it, and I love, I love when uh, I love when uh, Jesus uh, talks to um, Kristen Wiig. Yes, I just Kamal Nanjani. Yes, he's great. Who also doesn't do the table reads because he's busy. He's, he's busy doing uh, bench press. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> getting ready for Marvel movies. Uh huh. All right, Christy, thank you so much for being thank here. We're a rock sir. solid show. Kyle is at Kyle.SomeFunny. You can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything about the show, t-shirts, links to the shows. And if you've been listening for, uh, this is our 498th episode. So <gasps> if you've been listening for 10 years and almost 500 episodes and you have not supported the show for two bucks a month via Patreon, how dare you? Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash rocksolidpodcast. Again, Christy, always wonderful to sit with you. Hopefully, maybe we'll well. get to interview Roy Thomas oh, Baker. If not, nice? please pick a topic. Gary Newman. Oh, that's another one. You need to do it. Uh, Gary Newman. I got to do a deep dive on his yes. music then. And then we'll do an all Gary Newman episode. How many albums oh. do we do on that? Oh, I don't know. You, Four, you decide. Five. Okay. Okay. We'll do the first five. Okay. All right. That's what we'll do next. All right. All right. A deep well, dive let's on have him though. He's in LA. Is he? I think. He won't come in person though. Well. But once, I mean, do you want to wait until we can get him in person or oh, do you just want to? Well, then let's hold off on that okay. and wait. You think of a topic okay. and through your busy schedule. If something yes, pops up to yes. you, please let me, because I don't want it to be, I know that you're busy mm -hmm. and I know that I don't have that rotating thing anymore with you and Mike and Murray and April, like we used to. I call that the classic lineup, Oh yeah, yeah. but I would, <laughs> I do very much appreciate when you give me your time and I really do have fun looking oh, at you, you face to face and and um and recording the show it's uh it gives me what it's joyous for me oh and, and me so, as well pat so there you go so because oh, i like sweet. you very much that's i really like sweet. you and uh let's play out with sharp dressed man let's do it because every girl's crazy on sharp dressed man uh -huh. thank you christy
crazy about a shirtless man.